This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Talking about uh, the movement across some African countries to change school uniform to African print. On the line, we have Mokami Mongai, who is a freelance journalist and a blogger from Kenya. Mongai, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Okay. You're welcome. So, like I mentioned, we're talking about this movement across some African countries to change school uniform to African print. Which other countries have yes. taken part so far? Well, this is, this is an interesting topic. I'm so glad to like, talk about it. Yeah, so for Africa, I think that only Ghana has said the president uh, in using the traditional... Um, uh, uh, traditional treats for school uniform, but if you look at other countries, uh, look at Vietnam. Vietnam also use traditional treats. There's also the UK, there's Japan, and also there's India. So, I, but I think it's it's a good um, place to start, if if I may call it so, for us to decolonize our mind and also to promote Pan Africanism. All right. So, what's the word on the ground about uh, the intention behind it all? Okay, from Kenya, I think the issue has been received with mixed reactions. Um, people, people, people have mixed feelings about it because in Kenya, uh, in the last two years, we've had also a change in uniform for the police service. But people say, like, why are you changing the out, 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 outward appearance? But the mind is still the same. If you look at police, if the uniform has changed, but the police protection still continues. So how effective or what kind of impact uh, does the change of uniform ha- have on, um, for example, the mind of learners? Mm. But don't think I'm asking maybe it, uh, they are looking at trying to promote this uh, African culture. Remember, India they also had the promotion of the, the AED on culture, promotion of African heritage. So I think we are thinking along those lines. And also it's been too long, um, learners have been... Uh, wearing um, the colonial uh, clothing that was imposed on us by the colonialists. So I think it's a thing to break um, the way things are, which is okay. Yeah, Um, very good point that is being raised by the people of Kenya to say, what's the point of changing the outer appearance whereas the mentality is still the the same? same. Um, I want to know from you, Mogami, if personally, do you feel that it does anything for the decolonization of Africans? I'm talking about, obviously, um, this movement that we are talking about of bringing in African print into uniforms. Um. I wouldn't say it has any impact on learners uh, because they, but if you talk about your changing uniform, there are just so many issues that need to be looked at, looking at education. African countries, you will hear about reports of inadequate uh, infrastructure, school infrastructure, for example, schools do not have textbooks, schools have few teachers, schools do not, uh, learners do not have uh, labs to do the experiments. So why is the uniform, why is the, why, why, why is the focus on uniform? And then, by the change of uniform, I don't think it can and it will solve um, most of the fundamental challenges uh, we have with quality education. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much uh, for taking your time to talk to us. We really do appreciate it, Mokami. Have a good day. So we did mention earlier that we will be having a chat with Leto Brika, who's a political analyst, but also did his master's in the decolonization of languages in schools. Um, So we have him on the line. Leto, how are you? 
I'm good, thanks for yourself. We are good, thank you. And thank you once again for coming on to the show. Now, a lot of Africans seem to be impressed by this um, decades-long tradition by Ghana. What have been your thoughts on it? Um, so the problem with decolonization, especially, and so when you look at the Ghanaian situation, the claim by the Ghanaian government was it is a project to decolonize the mind, right? And so on the face of it, you think it's a valiant effort. But then when you think about it, there are so many nuances to decolonization of the mind that just pure uniform does not cut it. Because the funniest part I found was the contradiction in their whole decolonization of the mind system. Because one of the schools, Holy Child School, that's what it's called, is a Christian Roman Catholic school. Mm. And then you think decolonizing the mind is changing their uniform to something more traditional with crosses on it. And so <laughs> that becomes the contradiction when it comes to Africa and decolonization. Because remember, decolonization of the mind is... is so let's start with the decolonization of the mind. Yeah. There's these two levels to it. Do you do it the Malcolm X way? Do you separate and develop? Or do you do it the Martin Luther King Jr. way? Do you integrate and want to include everyone in the process? Both of them have their pitfalls. One being, if you want to include everyone, this needs the buy-in of your colonizer. So yeah. if your colonizer was France, you need France to be in line with you decolonizing. But then the other side is, when you do the Malcolm X way of, of ripping apart and basically starting from scratch in the development, you need the buy-in of the people who have been taught to hate themselves and what they possess for so long. And so the question then becomes, where do you start? And I think the uniforms for me is is a place where you shouldn't start because it's too superficial. Mm, right. Now, now uh, look, we've seen a, a number of uh, influential Africans partaking in the debate, talking about how this would benefit the movement for African unity and so forth. But how would a movement like this really be beneficial in the greater scheme of things? It, it won't be beneficial because also remember, the uniform are African traditional way. Now you are getting into another space of the tribe and the tribalism, right? And so when you're looking at African unity, when even if you were to open an all-Africa school, who would you then, or where would the uniform come from? Just like if you were to open, if you do implement the same system here in South Africa, mm. if there's a Zulu child going to a Sutu school, they would say that is... is, is somehow an oppression of their traditional values yeah. and clothing. So when you're thinking about, about it that way, what, what is important is, so let's say you want to decolonize the mind. I, I would think that you want to start in places where the hate is deep and also the self-loathing is deep. So let's start, for instance, in the Christian Christianity as it relates to black people. Why don't you create or change the narrative around Christianity if you're a Christian school, right? Or secondly, how do you move away from the mindset of poverty? How do you educate the black child out of poverty? So how do you not educate them in prosperity, but out of the poverty mindset to say, you are not meant to be poor, and so here's financial education. If you have two rand, this is how you make seven rand. Yeah.
Yeah. Um, okay, Leto, I hear you, Jorge. Clearly, the uniform was not a good place to start, right? Um, your master's focused on the decolonizing of languages in schools, which is something that a lot of African countries are struggling with right now. Would you say that would be a good place to start? Because as we say that sometimes it's like um, this little thing that can yield big results. Would you say this one would be it? I, so in schools, it would be a good start. But the biggest problem is when you when you see how people responded, right? They then say it would be easier to learn in my own language in school. Mm. But then their biggest problem is the future determination to then say, you are telling me it would be easier now, yes. But would an employer who is white mm. accept me as a black person who learned in its course and mm. can't write memoranda or necessarily interact with English at the level at which they would require me to. And so the future determination also plays a part that if you if you are now talking just about um the issue of um of of talking to, to languages in schools, mm. you don't just have to do that, you have to go further and talk about language as a whole in the country and how you interact with it. Because once I don't see the value so some people then would say I would rather go through the hardship of now, right? I'd rather go through this bad patch now and hate this English. But in the end, that English is going to afford me a salary that my family can live off of. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Leto, you are making me feel like we have such a long, long, (laughs) long way to go. We do. We do. Because, you know what, uh, I was speaking to... uh, um, a, 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 an elderly gentleman today who is a language professor, right? Okay. And then what he was saying was that uh, it is easier for Afrikaans speaking kids mm. to pass their matric with flying colors since they are taught everything in Afrikaans. Yeah. But we cannot get the same thing in the black communities where about all mathematics in, in, in Sepedi or yeah. Tosa or Chivanda, depending on where you're from. Because it's for some reason, I don't know why, it just doesn't yield the same results. Sure. Yeah, we have a long way to go. You wanted to yes, say something, Leto? Yes, and what's important about that is is that in Africans, the the issue there, I went to an African school, and so what they do is they found the verbiage to make their language applicable to those subjects, right? Okay. The problem is, even if we say we, we are going to teach this thing in our language, how do we relate the verbiage from Sisutu to become the periodic table of elements. Because mm. the Afrikaners have done that. They didn't focus on the development of the Afrikaans language. When you look at the Afrikaans language, um, um, it essentially it's primitive in its nature, yeah. even in, in, in how it organizes itself. But the biggest thing is they found the verbiage to always educate themselves in that language. Even though our languages are more advanced in how they organize themselves, they are very primitive in how they educate us. Mm. Yeah. Leto, thank you so much for talking to us on the show. Um, you always bring such a different you angle, the clarity, heat. the heat. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you for having me, guys. All right. Cheers, man. Leto Briga, political analyst. But today, we're speaking about the decolonization of African minds. Starting a school uniform, clearly, I think for South Africa, that will not work. We are a thousand years behind. You it, understand? I'm convinced it's not going to work. After this conversation yeah. with Leto, no, I don't no, even know no, what will no. work. Look, uh, we need to take pride in our own languages. Yeah. We only use English where it's applicable. 
you understand what I'm trying to say? And right here, right now, my English is applicable. Yep. Do you understand That's what, what I'm trying Leto to say? That's what Leto was saying. Exactly. You can learn in your language, but where where are you going to work? Oberkakai. Yo, Anne, we have a long way to Your go. Your white employer, utlo bulela se pedi lo ena na, utlo bulela utlo buas tswana lo ena na, utlo receiver di documents how kasi tswana na a kona utlo gani. But to buy longo robatleva dilele that particular company, are they going to be able to? Yo, I know. Maybe the people at the top of uh, I don't know if the Pen South African Language Board is still a thing. I don't know, but whoever decides the language that we speak in South Africa, maybe if they start now by, you know how sepedi or probably if not all. Uh, South African native languages are are made of borrowed languages. Mm. So I think it's time they sit down and try and create or have words that are in English, especially for mathematics. So, so, so the Pythagoras theorem will be called something else. I don't know what. Mm. Calculus will be called something else. I don't know what. And then start teaching our kids that. How about that? That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.